We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. In case you missed it, there is a variety of things happening in that last segment. Belgium out of the World Cup, and we are just watching. It looked like... And I just saw it the one time in real time. It looks like Lukaku punched out the plexiglass from the bench thing. Now, he might have just hit something and, like, the plexiglass was already, like, but, and then you just saw him go to the bench and break down in tears. And, I mean, that's the emotion. He had a lot of talent on that that team, dude. Absolutely. And he had two really great opportunities to finish one on a header that we were looking back. Maybe the, the pass was out of bounds. And then, obviously, his shot that went off the bar or went off one, excuse me, went off one of the posts. So, they had the opportunity, but Belgium is out. And then, Gaylord Perry, who was on the Texas Rangers multiple different, uh, twice, he has passed away. The Rangers put out a statement as part of his 22-year illustrious Hall of Fame career. Gaylord won 48 games over 112 starts and a pair of stints with the Rangers. His 3.26 ERA with Texas is the second lowest career figure in team history. And he also ranks second with 12 shutouts and third with 55 complete games. From 1975 to 1977, he had 42 wins and 49 complete games. That just shows you like how different pitching used to be. And it was the Texas Rangers 1975 pitcher of the year. So Gaylord Perry passed away at the age of 84. So there are a couple of updates right there. Now, NFL season is about two-thirds of the way done. I know it's more complicated to do this with the 17th game, but more or less, we're like, Two-thirds of the way done. So I've got some awards comparing where we were after six weeks and where we are after 12 weeks across the NFL. Would you like to start with MVP? Or do you want me to just jump right to Defensive Player of the Year? MVP. Okay. This is interesting. Through six weeks. I'll take my guess. I will. Well, let me tell you six weeks first, and then I want your guess. Through six weeks... The MVP pick Josh Allen was Josh Allen. Who is the MVP of the NFL now? Well, since Josh Allen's arm fell off at his elbow, yeah, what that is? Maybe that. Well, I don't know. They're still playing football. Um, that's true. I think I still have to go with Mahomes right now. Although Hertz is really making a good case, like he doesn't play defense, so he's not the one giving up all those right. points. But he's scoring, man. So I'll still say Mahomes. If you look at the next-gen stats, Mahomes, Tua, and Josh Allen have separated themselves from the pack. But in reality, I think you're right. I think Jalen Hurts is probably second in the mix right now behind Patrick Mahomes. And yes, that is, in fact, who the athletic has at the top of the heap, Patrick Mahomes. And I don't think that is particularly surprising. I think that is accurate. This one might be a little trickier. Offensive. Player of the year. 
Um, Justin Jefferson or Tyreek Hill. Joey, I'm looking at you right now. Just based on your face, I'm going to go with Tyreek Hill. Huh, Joey, do you think that was a wise selection by him? I do not. Oh! (laughs) Wow. That's impressive. (laughs) Would you have taken Justin Jefferson or gone in a completely different direction? I would take Justin Jefferson. Okay. Smart. Let's find. Well, we'll find out. Oh, yeah, maybe not smart. The top candidates, Tyreek Hill, Josh Jacobs, Justin Jefferson, and Travis Kelsey. After six weeks, it was Tyreek Hill. After 12 weeks, the athletic remains firm that they support Corey Majors. And they have selected Tyreek Hill. It's okay. Listen, when it comes to awards, it's my category. Yeah, fair enough. You're the predictor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The predictor of the fan. That's true. He predicted the Eagles' first loss. Don't forget that. Yeah. That's a thing. I mean, also remember that he didn't know who their opponent was. But he did predict that they would lose that weekend. You know, I was it was trying to prop him up right there. I understand since he went against you why you needed to ground him mm-hmm. once more. Mm-hmm. Is that is very fair. From the six eight two, they vote Josh Jacobs from the three two five Travis Kelsey. I think both of those are logical candidates. Kelsey's been he has more touchdowns than both of those candidates combined. That is the one struggle for Justin Jacobs. Well, they have struggle. Nine. Yeah. They are low on touchdown numbers. Yeah, they have nine. Well, that's because Kirk Cousins does have other options when they get close. Sure. As does He's the guy that moves them down. He's essentially what the running back used to be. He gets you down the field. Yeah. And and Tyreek Hill, that offense, like there are a lot of options there too. And if they get close, you know that McDaniel loves to run if they're at the goal line. Defensive player of the year. Take a shot at me again now, Joey. Um, Let's see if he falls in line with Corey Major. It's got to be Micah. There's no other option for me. Are you going to suggest? <laughs> I'll co-sign. Okay. I, I didn't know if you were going to go Crosby or Judon, and you're like, you Judon's know what? a good option. Let's, let's, sh- let's shake it up. The pick, almost said something bad there. <laughs> the pick after week six, Micah Parsons. The pick after week 12, it's obviously still Micah Parsons. He is your defensive player of the year. By the way, the betting odds are pretty overwhelming about that. So not a lot of money to be won right there if you bet on Micah Parsons to win defensive player of the year. Not sure how much time you have allotted for all this, Kevin. Okay. But what's been your favorite Micah moment this year? It's got to be, it's got to be the, we thought the play was dead, but it's a touchdown anyway. The pickup fumble that he ran back. Like that was awesome because if you, if you listen to that call, like I love Brad and babe, but you listen to that call, there's trepidation of, all right, and he's still going and he's at the 15, 10. And then after that's going to stand. Yeah. And so I think we were all like. Hold on, is he not down? And Justin Fields is like, check out how athletic I am, but maybe like also touch the <laughs> Jumped person over him. Yeah, yeah, I think that's going to stand out for a lot of people this year. Mine is still watching him not hit the pa- uh, the the pad at the at camp. Yeah, and just kind of barely doing it. And then the other day he was hitting the he went to hit the sled and they were like he was like I don't want to that's for a defensive lineman and then the rest of the team said you are a defensive yeah. lineman and he was like oh yeah crap my least favorite Micah moment was when he thought Kirk Cousins didn't have the ball anymore <laughs> and he like was like literally. <laughs> 
boa constrictor around him, and he's like, oh, he didn't have the ball. He's like, nobody does. Because you have to let the quarterback I know. go, Kevin. I know. The game is soft. It's a great yeah. fake. Yeah, it, it was. <laughs> now, just to show you how staggering the odds are in favor of Micah Parsons, the closest person is Nick Bosa at 11-1. to 1. Micah Parsons is a minus 1,200. Here's what that means. You would have to bet $1,200 to win $100. That is how staggering of a favorite Micah Parsons is right now. Who was the last Cowboy to win Defensive Player of the Year, Kevin? I, I'm going to feel really dumb afterwards because I don't think Ware won one. We have to go back to the 70s. Yeah, you're not going to feel that dumb. You're going to be like, oh, I wasn't alive. Was it like. It was 77. It was 77. It was Harvey Martin. Harvey Martin makes it. That's the last player for the Cowboys to win defensive player of the year. Well, guess what? Oh, my God. Guess what happened that year? The Cowboys won the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. So the last time, the last time the Cowboys won defensive player of the year. They won the Super Bowl. Holy cow. All right. Got a couple of moments, by the way. The strip sack against Minnesota, that set the tone for the whole game. Uh, My favorite Micah moment is when he saved the TD against against Detroit. Oh, yeah. So I think that's a a pretty interesting question. Y'all go ahead and text all in all your favorite Micah moments from this season. Yeah, and somebody asked, I'm not trying to break their heart or anything like that. Somebody asked what Tyler Smith's, Odds are to an offensive rookie of the year. I don't see him in the top 15. It's really tough. After after last year, I think we kind of just got the idea that like an offensive lineman is it's going to be really, really tough for an offensive lineman to win offensive rookie of the year. The favorite per the betting odds is Kenneth Walker. Let me quick hit those. I just, somebody said, how did Ware never win? Defensive Player of the Year. That's a fair question. He was fourth in voting for Defensive Rookie of the Year. In year three, he was fifth for Defensive Player of the Year. And in year four, the year that he had 20 sacks, he was second in Defensive Player of the Year. Wow. And I don't have James Harrison uh, got it that year. And he only had 16 sacks. (laughs) Classic media bias. Is the Athletic has got Chris Olave as their current offensive rookie of the year, and then Sauce Gardner as their defensive rookie of the year. Now, coach of the year. I think this is where it gets a little bit more complex. Who is your, you know what, actually, Joey, who is your NFL coach of the year? And then I'm going to let Corey tell you why that's stupid. Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> I think he's... I gave him an easy one. Yeah. <laughs> because. No, not next coach to get fired. Yeah, no, that, that's, uh, I mean, I guess having to deal with that, he's doing some, he's working really hard. Um, I don't know if my answer is right. Mine is in my heart. Like okay. mine, this is the dude, I think he's my, I, if he was available to be the coach, I want him right now. And that's Mike McDaniel. He is okay. currently my favorite coach in the NFL. Just the way he connects. Did you see the other day when they asked him what he was thankful for and he walked through the process of how lonely it is to be a coach because of the work you have to put in and how you couldn't do it without, like he couldn't do it without his uh, family and his kids and how being a parent is real. Like his whole explanation of that was amazing and I teared up watching it. And this dude, he's real, man. Like he is very real and authentic and I really like that about this coach. 
is, I will tell you just real quick, because somebody asked this and then we'll answer coach of the year. Who the hell won it during the 90s when the Cowboys were dominating? All right. There are some big names in there. There's also a couple that you'll be like, who Uh is Bruce Smith wanted to kick off the 90s? Rock on. Pat Swilling, which people might forget, he he had some time in the 90s and with the Saints where he was making an impact. Cortez Kennedy, Rod Woodson, Deion Sanders before he came to the Cowboys. Bryce Pop, who I don't remember as well as the next one because then Bruce Smith won again, then Dana Stubblefield, then Reggie White, then Warren Sapp. So there were some pretty amazing ones during the 90s. All right, NFL Coach of the Year. Through week six, it was Nick Sirianni. Right now, the athletic still says Nick Sirianni. Oh, man. Do you have a beef with that because it's the Eagles, or are you just I sad that, that, okay. I really I really don't like him. I just he jumped up on the benches, and he's yeah, like, oh. he's he's. I, and I didn't call McCarthy fake, by the way. I just think that McDaniel's like the super authentic person. Um, I, I didn't... Yeah, I didn't. I don't like his face. Uh, I don't like <laughs> the <laughs> color he wears to football games. Mm-hmm. The team that he coaches. Sure. The pregame meal he eats. I don't even know what it is, oh. but I hate that too. So I'm just I'm not a Sirianni fan at this point. And I did. And here might be the other thing too. I kind of thought he was a klutz. I thought he was one of those guys that was just gonna. They, he had no clue what he's doing, and he's kind of proved me wrong here so far. So. Maybe I should just shut up a little bit because he's winning. Nick Sirianni is the betting favorite, but I will tell you, your boy out in Miami is second on the list. And then finally, this feels like it has become a two-person race. Comeback player of the year. Do you go Saquon Barkley? Do you go Geno Smith? Or is there a totally different direction I'm not thinking of? It's got to be Brian Robinson. You know what? The Washington Commanders were nothing. And then he shows back up after being shot this year. Look. And they're winning. I have. He was shot I, this no, year. I hear you. I'm a little confused. By a gun. I know. Twice. I know. <laughs> yes. In the legs. I get it. If Brian Robinson wins, I'm a million percent fine with that. A running back. I, I Shot in the legs. I will say from the strictest standards of the rule, I don't know if you will convince somebody to vote for the guy who had not been in the NFL. I don't know if they'll interpret that as, I mean, he did come back, which is amazing, but he was not in the NFL, so I don't know if technically he's eligible for Comeback Player of the Year. I'm with you. I support that vote 100%. For the betting odds, it comes down to Geno or Saquon. The Athletic through six weeks said it was Saquon. However, the tide has turned. And Geno Smith is now the betting favorite and the athletic selection as comeback player of the year. It's hard to argue against it. Like, I, I think Saquon Barkley in most years would be a very logical candidate. I think, depending on how you feel about interpretations of the rules, Brian Robinson makes a lot of sense. But it does feel like this is Geno Smith's award to lose. According to uh, the Washington Times, he is not eligible. I also don't have a subscription, so I'm not paying for their their, ma- okay. their magazine. But okay. he is not okay. Uh, he's I mean, not eligible. which does kind of like I said, it makes sense just in the context in the context of you weren't in the NFL before. Like if this is his second year, I would be like, sorry, Geno Smith, 
you've been amazing. You'll get some money, but you don't get this award. Terry McLaurin said that's messed up, and I don't think he said messed. So I, I think he said a different word. I mean, I get it. I really do. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. Is that going to be your next cause? Make Brian Robinson eligible for comeback so. player of the year? Oh, I, my favorite Micah moment. I'm sorry, I have to change mine. When he autographed that helmet for Peaceathon. Man, I'm Thanks, saying that really helped us. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. By the way, just going to throw it out there 105ThroughTheFan.com slash Peaceathon. We got an amazing email from one of our Tolos, and they said, Hey, my company does matching funds. So I went ahead and donated money, and the company is going to match it. So shout out to Natasha. And if you're looking for your company to do the same thing, or maybe you don't like your company and just want to take some of their money via a charitable program, I don't care how the money gets there. 1053thefan.com slash peaceathon. Coming up next, it's time for my buddies an idiot. 877-881-1053. Does your friend have a terrible sports or pop culture opinion? Or are they Antonio Brown? We'll do it next right here on the fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan, and it's time for my buddies and idiot 877-881-1053. Does your friend have a terrible sports or pop culture opinion? Let us know, and we will dive into it right there. Do you want to dive into the serious part with Antonio Brown or the less serious parts? There are a couple of serious ones today. From the 469, my buddy's an idiot. He keeps telling me to turn the channel on the shop radio. Trent from Midlow Contracting, you're an idiot. Yeah. So Stop doing that. Especially if it's on our station. Yeah. What are you doing? Trent? So there you go. That's where we started, Kevin. Now to you. All right. Man. Okay. So I'm going to get one of the really bad ones out of the way. This is tough, dude. This is really tough. It looks like Jalen Kitna is an idiot and also somebody who is an idiot. And these are all tied together is there was a reporter that decided to go a different route in Gainesville about how to report this. So the accusation is that in Florida has suspended quarterback Jalen Kitna. Yes, that is the son of John Kitna on child pornography charges and distribution of child pornography is he allegedly shared child sex abuse images on discord and he stated that he was he'd shared two images but he thought they were legal because he found them online which that's not you know really how that works so he thought they were adults and that meant that it was legal to share those? That's weird, too. I guess. That's weird, too. Yeah. And so, ABC affiliate WCJB went a totally different direction, which was super confusing, is they put up a screenshot of of Kitna, but the headline says... The backup to quarterback Anthony Richards is behind bars, which if you like don't, I mean, I get it. Read the words and everything, but it looks like if you just look at the key words, it looks like they're telling you 
quarterback Anthony Richards is behind bars. So there's a whole bunch of issues with this. First of all, his name is Anthony Richardson. Mm -hmm. All right? So that's problem number one. Second of all, the guy who was arrested was arrested on child pornography. Third, his dad is an NFL quarterback. So, like, if you were going to say anything, not that I would recommend this because it's probably not fair to his dad, is you would say, like, son of NFL quarterback. Why would you say back up to what does that guy have to do with any of this? And I'm sure he probably doesn't love his name, even if they got it wrong. Yeah. Attached to this story. Yeah, man. Wow. That is a that is a weird story, man. They have now deleted it because they're stupid. Yeah. And that was a stupid thing to do. My friend's an idiot. Because she says Eli Manning is a Hall of Famer, and I say he's just lucky with two good throws and two good defenses. He is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. He is going to be in the Hall of Fame for multiple reasons. One, he's NFL royalty. I don't know if you realize this or yeah. not. Yeah. There's a royal family. I've heard. And it is the Mannings, and they will be there. The other thing is he won two Super Bowls. He was in the playoffs. He played, he quarterbacked great teams. Yeah. Uh, that went and won the Super Bowl. And if you want to go look, he was the reason during those playoff runs that they won the Super Bowl. And I, you can say that whatever happened in that Super Bowl, but he was the reason he walked them down. He made big throws. He had big moments. He goes to freaking Green Bay in the snow and beats them with Plaxico Burris. He was a big factor in what they did. Stinks because he wasn't that great of a quarterback in general. But in those two runs to the Super Bowl, he was a huge factor in what they accomplished. Yeah, look. I, it's like the Joe Flacco run. It was like, what is happening? This is Joe Flacco? I think that both of those can be true. I don't think that Eli Manning is great at all. But also, history tells us he'll get into the Hall of Fame because he won multiple Super Bowls. And even like with Jim Plunkett, they like had started an ad campaign to try to get him into the Hall of Fame, so it's it's probably going to happen. Doesn't mean I agree with it. Um, my buddy J Bone is an idiot from the nine seven two. He think he doesn't think the cocaine bear movie is going to be any good. All Shame right. him. You should J Bone get it together because that movie is going to be badass. Here are facts. No, is I disagree. My buddy Matt told me about this movie. He sent me a poster and. It was just amazing. And and it said something like read between the lines or something. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so in. And it said based on true events. And then that furthered my intrigue. The trailer came out yesterday. And the song they play for the trailer is White Lines, which is another amazing part of that trailer. Also, I was shocked to learn it's a real movie being put out by a real studio. I thought this was like a Thanksgiving style movie that I was like, I get it. Or Slacks. But this is being put out by Universal. It stars Carrie Russell and Ray Liotta. All right, look, I'm not saying, I know, but he's still in the movie, is I'm not saying those were the biggest stars in the world, but you've heard of those people, or you probably have heard of at least Ray Liotta. They are in this movie. I watched the trailer. It looks amazing. Did you know that Pablo Escobar is in this movie? Snap. (laughs) Thanks, Joey. The name of the bear that overdoses cocaine is Pablo Escobar. 
<laughs> I'll deal with you in a second. So that's how it's going to be, huh, Joey? You have chosen sides. You've chosen wisely. You have <laughs> went to the not dark side, Kevin. chosen wisely. You have chosen very wisely. All right, look, Corey. He's going to be more on your side now. You keep trying to get my money. You've already got it. I will go watch Cocaine Bear. If that's for other people, Pablo Escobar, I get it. But you do not need to pitch me. I'm in. They have earned my money already. Is this uh, did Elizabeth Banks? She's great. The creator of this. Is she fantastic. Okay, now I'm more in. You like I Elizabeth love, Banks? I, I think she does some fantastic work, dude. Since I think the first time I saw her was what Forty Year Old Virgin, right? Maybe? And then like since then, she's just been on this skyrocket. There, that's, that's, that's amazing. Just watch the trailer. There's a hilarious know. part in the trailer where they like climb up these trees and they're like, bears can't climb trees. And the person in the other tree is like, what? That is like what they do. And then they show the bear run up the tree and it definitely looks like that bear is going to murder that guy. Pablo Escobar. You refer to him by his name, Kevin. Pablo Escobar. It looks like Pablo Escobar is going to, yes, I am, I support that 100, 100%. From the 682, I'm not an idiot. But I think I got hooked on you guys because y'all say most of the texts on air. Okay. Yeah, we you're, do. We do read not, texts on this air. show. Is shockingly Even popular. About cocaine bears. Is the look? I think, and I'm going to start the campaign right now. We have got an event Saturday at Boomer Jacks in Arlington from noon to four. Why don't we try to convince the bosses there that in February we should do a Tolo, Twolo, Yolo watch party of Cocaine Bear? I am in on that, and I think we can make this happen. By the way, at that shindig on Saturday, autograph Rangers baseball. What? And baseballs and a Jabril Cox autograph helmet. Plus, what? if you want to talk about Cocaine Bear, I am more than glad to talk about Cocaine Bear. But also, my buddies, the Mexico men's national soccer team are idiots because they're out. Oh, I, your team lost. I took the quiz that you told me to follow along with. Mexico was my other team along with America, that I'm rooting for. And Argentina. You had three teams that yeah. you were really after this year. Yeah, and Argentina was the one I picked, and they lost in the shocking upset. Now, things have turned around yep. some, yep. but this is the first time that Mexico has missed the knockout round in World Cups they've been in since 1978. They were ahead of Saudi Arabia two to nothing, but with Argentina, ironically enough, beating Poland two to nothing, they needed another goal because they were going to lose going down to the sixth tiebreaker, which is friendship points or whatever. Fair play points. That's what it is. Might as well be friendship points. Who, nice. who had the least yellow cards? And so they had to try to score another goal. They got super aggressive. It backfired on them. Saudi Arabia scored a goal. And. El Tri is out of the world. The 302, my buddy's an idiot because he won't stop saying snap. Yes. No. Thank you. No, I think anybody who doesn't want more snaps okay, is an well, idiot. That's, that's, that's me. <laughs> is, that's, that's me. From the 214, they should do cocaine bulls like The Last Dance, but from everyone but Mike's point of view. Wow. The 469, a movie doesn't have to be good to be fun. I'm 100%. In. You just you've watched a bunch of bad movies. You just movies. described <laughs> my life's mantra. I will tell you this. I have seen the movie 
Troll 2 multiple times. There is a sequence of events in that where this guy is running out in the forest or whatever and comes across this uh, convenience store or whatever, and he's like, oh, do you have any water? No, but they have gallon jugs of milk sitting out on the counter, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to take that. What's better after running or wandering around the woods than chugging some milk? And guess what? He eventually turns into a plant. (laughs) That is a thing. milk? Yes. That is a thing that happens, and does this lady try to seduce him, and at some point, the RV trailer explodes, or it's amazing. But yes, she tries to seduce that plant, and then they kill that guy. So the moral of the story is don't take milk off a counter in a convenience store. Why is it not in the refrigerated section? Or why are you buying stuff from this weird pop-up convenience store in the middle of the woods? These are all valid questions. I've seen that movie numerous times. People want Mike to talk about the cocaine bear because, of course, Mike. That seems like a Mike topic, right? Oh yeah. Like he'd be told he's oh. either totally in on it or he's totally out on it. Mike's going to New York, by the way, for anybody who is asking where he is. Yes, he's going. He'll be back on Tuesday, Tuesday. even though he already wished Hopefully. us Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yeah, and I'm also an idiot. I'm sorry. It's L three, and I said L try. My apologies. By the way, do we need to mention real quick Antonio Brown? Or do you want me to just carry that in the gridiron? Yeah, I mean... Somebody needs to... That's unbearable. Okay. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. If you would have said snap right there, I might have quit the show. <laughs> Coming up next, it's time for Gridiron Gravy. Teams that are better than their current record and teams that are worse. Plus, we will get around to the latest legal problems for Antonio Brown. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan. Don't forget, in the noon o'clock hour, we will be giving away tickets to the Cowboys-Colts game courtesy of AT&T 5G Fast Reliable Secure. These tickets are in the 100 level. All right, so we are talking about premium tickets. We will do that in the noon o'clock hour. But right now, it's time to go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. Dip buttermilk biscuits. And we start. That was a pretty good impersonation. Patrick Mahomes was named the AFC Offensive Player of the Month, and Justin Jefferson was named the NFC Offensive Player of the Month. I don't know if that gives him momentum over Tyreek Hill going into offensive. Who was player uh, who was AFC? Patrick Mahomes. Duh. Yeah. All right. Since he never loses God. November or December. Is well, good I, for Justin Jefferson, man. I had an exercise for you. Is three NFL teams that are better than their record and three that are worse. All right. And I want to see if you agree with these because this is from NFL.com. Three teams that are better than their record. San Francisco 49ers. Agree. They're seven and four, but it feels like they're. I mean, think about this. They started the season with Trey Lance and then had to go to the guy that they wanted to trade. So there was an awkward moment where they had to figure all that out. That's true. You know, an in-game injury doesn't help in the middle of that game, too. Um, They've had, you know, they had the adjustment of trying to, like, Elijah Mitchell gets hurt early in the season. One of their running backs, they were going to, and they have a very physical running game. So they were going to do well with that. And then they were like, we got to go make a move. That's how important the running game is to them that they went and made a trade to get Christian McCaffrey. 
Yeah. So, yeah. yes, I think that they are better than their record, and they're better than what their losing record was earlier in the season. The Cincinnati Bengals, are they better than their 7-4 and four record now? Jamar Chase, it looks like he's coming back. I don't know. Like I Feels right. I don't know that they are. Maybe they had some really fortunate moments last year. And I think that the offense was fire last year. Yeah. And Jamar Chase has not been the last year Jamar Chase. Like, if you, everything, and he's been good, but everything about Justin Jefferson is every year he just keeps getting better almost. Yeah. And Jamar Chase, you know, the injury was, was a problem. I don't know that they are better than their record. I think they are exactly what their record is. Okay. I don't agree with this one either. The New York Jets. I 100% should be undefeated do not point. believe they are better than their 7-4 and four record. They have had garbage quarterback play, but I'm not going to use that as an excuse for why they're actually better than that. I think it's a miracle they've gotten to 7-4. and four. Their defense is really, really, it really, is. really, really good. That's right? Cowboys, but yeah. Um, their offense has a lot of pieces that they still have to figure out how to get to work together. When it does, Kevin, that's when we'll probably go, they're better than this. Okay. They're better than their record. And also, I don't think that they've – I think their schedule kind of puts them in a really good position, too, to be where they are. Teams worse than their record. Philadelphia Eagles. Um, 10-1. and one. I'm not going to – I'm not willing to say they're worse than their record. They beat the Cowboys. They did. Um, Even though the Cowboys did, didn't have Dak. But I'm not prepared to say that they're worse than their record right now because they've they've earned all those. Are you prepared to say the Chargers at six and five are worse than their record? There has been a lot of smoke and mirrors happening there. I also don't think they're as bad as their record. Is that weird? That is a little weird. Can I try to sway you? There's so much potential left in there. But what does Mike always say about potential? It means you haven't done anything. Exactly. And that's what they are. So. The Chargers' six wins are by a combined 24 points. The teams they have beaten are a combined 21, 46, and 1. So they're beating bad teams by not a lot. Yeah. That's not a great combination. Nah. And the, I, do, I think that they should be so much more. And maybe Keenan Allen's injury hurt. Mike Williams not being exactly what they signed up for. I just feel Rashawn like there's, Slater there's just, at the beginning yeah, of the year. Yeah, there's a lot more that that team should be, and it's not there. The Giants are not as good as their record at 7-4. and four. I don't think they are fraudulent. I think they have played better than anybody expected. Um, you like Washington better than them right now, though. Do you not? Right now, I kind of do. Okay. Um, but I, I think that, like, nobody exp- – I think because I think they're still so far away from being a whole full team. But I think the coach himself, Brian Dable, has coached them into the position they're in. It, because he, again, organization is very important. Attention to detail, very important. Joe Judge was an idiot and had no clue how to get that team organized last year. And the year before. And so that's why they're in the situation they're in. If you were Kyler Murray, would you have responded to Patrick Peterson saying, Kyler Murray don't care about nobody but Kyler Murray? Do you have his response? Yes. Read it. His response is, quote, 
This isn't true. You on some weird S, Patrick Peterson. You got my number. If you really felt like this as a quote-unquote big bro or a quote-unquote mentor, you're supposed to call me and tell me, not drag me so your podcast can grow. That is a strong response. I probably would have responded that same way. Um, Now, I mean, I don't believe that, too, because didn't Kyler bring all of his teammates into practice and all these things, and they they have a bad situation in Arizona right now. Maybe he is the toxic piece. I don't know. But I agree with him on the front of, look, you were a guy that was a big bro to him. You Like, he comes into the league, and you're like, you put your arm around him, yeah. say, I'm going to mentor you, and then you throw him under the bus like that. Now, maybe, maybe he treated you like garbage, too. Like, maybe that's something that happened is on the way sure. out, Patrick Peterson felt disrespected. Yeah. I don't know that. But I probably would have said the same thing. You're not gonna you're gonna go talk about me behind my back without talking to me first. Come on, man. So James you Robinson ever did that, Kevin? Oh. Swear. I always say nice things. I would about get you. a bear, I would <laughs> fill it up with cocaine, cocaine. Yeah. And I would ride it to your front door that and might, then not come in the house. That might be the one animal I couldn't beat. At tennis, I just sit out in the yard bear. and be like, "Still, not I know, in. I know that you would." <laughs> it's weird because you're like, "I got to keep the bit going." I was like, "This is not on air. This is real life. I don't think you have to do that." Is so fun. James Robinson is already upset with the Jets now. In his illustrious three games with the Jets thus far, he has put together a less than stellar 25 carries for 75 yards. So he's oh. also averaging three yards a carry. That might be part of it. But James Robinson said, quote, obviously I didn't, I didn't come here not to play. Obviously they brought me here for a reason. I don't expect anything unless I work for it. I've been working my ass off. Me not playing pisses me off. I like to hear that. I do too. I just. It's like this. That's how you sound whenever yeah. you don't have a voice. Yeah. That's oh what you're, God. you're writing on your yeah. little notepad. I'm mad yeah. that I'm not playing right now if because think, of my stupid voice. If you think I'm mad in general, just, just watch when I can't talk appropriately. All right. Aaron Rodgers said he would consider the idea of a quarterback switch if the Packers are eliminated. Okay. The other day I saw the headline as I was on the treadmill and they were playing the, hey, you know, what are the Packers going to do? Yeah. And I started thinking, I'm sorry I didn't send this over as a topic idea. What does Aaron Rodgers want to do? Well. Does he retire? Does he say, I want to go, what team does he want to play for? Does he want to Oh, like go after this year? Yeah, like, or even, yeah, exactly. I th- He has to play one more year for the Packers or else they are so screwed financially. Yeah. Because of the way they restructured it is like, I know it doesn't have to be a three-year deal, but you know, like you know what the dead cap would be million dollars, nine times 99. Oh my God. It would be $99 million. Now after next season, you got a free quarterback. It's, after next season, it drops down to twenty-four million. Now, I Still also, hot. yeah, I also understand that they could work out a trade that would like help drop some of that money, but not is not enough that I think that would be viable. So I feel like they need to. He needs to play one more year. But he did say, "Look, I'd love to finish the season out, but I understand this is a business, and there's a lot of us kind of older guys who play a decent amount." And they might want to see some of the younger guys play. So no, that makes a lot of sense in that. Yeah. 
at the end, when your season's going bad, this is your opportunity to see that. That makes a lot of sense. And then also Aaron Donald has been ruled out for Sunday's game. Not particularly surprising given it was an ankle issue. So I, I'm not surprised. Still a bummer. He's amazing. And Russell Wilson continues to go on. And, like, I appreciate he's got to say it. But he said, I've got great relationships in that locker room. So whoever was trying to tear it down, you can't. This is in response to the birthday party thing, which when we first brought that up like a day or two ago, somebody goes, no, I think you're thinking of the movie Draft Day. And I was like, no, this really happened. And so everybody is making the Draft Day jokes and he's like, you can't come between me and my teammates. And I'm like, yeah, didn't one of your teammates get really mad at you? And they're like, oh, we just said, hey, let's go win the game. Kevin, I want draft day two to come out. Why? That first one is not good. Joey, did you see draft day one? I believe so. Isn't Kevin Costner in that? He Kevin is. Costner. Okay, it, I have yeah. seen that then, yes. Yeah. I'm not yeah. more Kevin Costner on, my, uh, on the screen. Uh, okay, that's a different <laughs> deal. But can we find a better vehicle for him? than a sequel to a disappointing movie to begin with. Surely we can do better than Draft Day 2. Cup two. Ten, yeah, I'll take 10 Cup 2. I would watch 10 Cup 2 50 times before. <laughs> right well, after Draft Day 10 two. times yeah. more than I, would draft, than I would watch Draft Day 2. What about two. Bull Durham 2? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I would watch all the outtakes from Yellowstone that's just scenery as long as that's Kevin beautiful. Costner so occasionally <laughs> walks by quicker than I would watch Draft Day 2. All right, let me ask you this. There are no deleted scenes from Yellowstone. They all make them in the episode. You know it, and I know it. What if you just got, it was basically all Beth, and occasionally she talked to Kevin Costner. Out. Over Draft Day 2. Out. I'm watching Draft Day 2. There you go. I, I want, Go ahead and save that for me. Boom. I just want to hear that all the, time. the character of Beth on Yellowstone. She's on one this new season, man. Despise. I'm waiting. To, nobody, I'm waiting to binge it. No. Okay. All I'm going to say is nobody in the state of Montana has ever seen another lady. It's never happened. Any room she walks into, the most like, beautiful girl in yeah, the bar. That is like it's the laziest writing in the world. And She's anyways, hot, She's hot, and everybody kind of stands a chance. You know, that's kind of hot too. I have lots of thoughts. Have you ever lived in Montana, about, Kevin? You know what? I've been to Montana, never lived there. Played miniature golf there. What do you there. think about never, living in Montana? I, they had a great miniature golf course where I could see all them mountains. What was this? What was the rest of the scene like? Uh, I think if Beth, Beth walked in, they would be there. that would kind of be the... I can see all it. Right, I just go. want more for the people of Montana. <laughs> Coming up next, will this season's Dallas Cowboys peak at the right time? We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 